0: Hello and welcome to the May 10th edition of the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. So we've got one week left in fantasy basketball and effectively the regular season of the NBA update on my finals campaign. So as you guys know, I'm in seven leagues or was in seven leagues. I have officially been knocked out of four now, which is pretty disappointing. So I was knocked out of the dynasty one at the start of the, uh, the playoffs. Uh, you guys know I've been through it before. Um, Miles Turner and Chris Boucher were the swords in that team and they went down, so so did I. Then I was in a work league and a 20-man league and just narrowly lost out there. I've, I'm winning and have won the, um, the third place, I suppose. So that's all good. But certainly not a winners trophy there. And then um, the Yahoo one, the Yahoo League that I don't really care all that much about. Um, I lost that one as well, six three in the grand final. Uh, so not the greatest. But in the three remaining leagues, and I said, I said at the start of the finals, as long as I win three, I'm happy. So I need to go three and zero from here. So the one that I've been in for a decade now. So I'm. In the grand final, we're halfway through the grand final. I'm up against my nemesis, the GOAT, that I've had on the show before. Someone who has won five years um, in this league. He won the first five years. He's never missed finals in this league, and I've got him in the grand final. So it's a two-week grand final. And we're in, obviously starting the second week, and it's, uh, it's a tight one. It's a tight one. It's a nine-category league. We have – so I've got – Uh, free throw threes and turnovers pretty well locked he's got field goal uh, boards and assists pretty well locked so we're fighting for both defensive stats and points so if I can get I've got a lead in points by about 50 I'm a couple up in steals he's a couple up in blocks and or if I can get yeah obviously I need two out of those three to to get up so It'll, it'll come close. I don't... My gut tells me I'm going to lose this one because I always seem to lose to him in the finals. I've played him three times in a grand final and yet to win. This would be four. So we'll see how we go. The other two, they're podcast leagues. So I'm through to the grand final in each of those. Um, they're one-week grand finals. So hopefully, hopefully I can get the win in both of those and make sure that I'm in the top tier going into next season. So for anyone who is interested coming into the next year's fantasy and I'll I'll vlog it a bit more throughout the off season as well on the socials but I'm going to be seeding the finalists from this year uh, as well as the the top couple of people who maybe didn't make finals depending on numbers and who wants to come back they're going to go into like a premier division they're going to compete for a trophy which I'll put up myself depending on the cost of it um then there's going to be like a promotion relegation league. So any, anybody new to it will start in the lower leagues, work their way up. And then, you know, the, the grand finals will move up, say, two divisions at the bottom ones, move down a couple. Um, that sort of stuff. So obviously depending on numbers, but it'll be pretty cool. I, I think it's going to be a nice little competition. Plenty of banter. We we'll could do a, a live draft. Um, try and get this, this going a fair bit. Get your name etched into the cup. And yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. So if you are keen to get involved, do let me know. Hit me up on either of the socials, Instagram or Twitter at Mark Fantasyland. And yeah, it'd be be cool to get it all underway. But yeah, on to my finals. As I said, not great. Four losses, three. I'm still in the hunt four. So I'll do a, a bit of a, a rundown next week once I've actually got the full results, and we'll see how we go. But yeah, before we get cracking. If you can, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button. Keen to get some more followers going. We've ticked over 100, ticked over 100 a little while back, so keen to keep that going. So this week on the waiver wire side. So I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Uh, Obviously, you guys know that I look at the schedule. So this week, the teams that have the best schedules... And the teams that I'm targeting are a little bit different because the teams with the best schedules don't have a lot of good waiver players. So Indiana, Memphis, Milwaukee, San Antonio, they all have five games. Other than that, Golden State, they start with a back-to-back and play four games this week. They're the ones that I really like the look of. There are some players in there that are worth or some teams in there that do have a couple of players, but then you've got your your San Antonio's who, who they don't really have anybody that is worth um on picking up off the waiver wire which makes it really tough. Memphis are pretty lean. Indiana's got a few. Um Milwaukee, yeah, they don't have too many outside their starting five. But yeah, I'll go through it now, as I said, doing it a little bit differently for the structure. If you are into your grand finals, then you are going to need to be quite specific with your um with your waiver wire pickups. Obviously you've got there, you've got to the grand final. So you've got some sort of a sense of what you're doing. So maybe I can just give a little bit of an insight as to the players that I really like. And if I was chasing specific categories, these are the ones that I would be chasing. Again, we're looking at ESPN. We're looking at under 40% ownership and we're looking at players with hot hands who have got a really good schedule, who have got opportunities through injuries, all that sort of stuff. So the, Probably the first one to look at is is the steals category. Steals is always a, a differentiator whenever it comes to leagues, one that people really do need to, I suppose, beef up. That's always one that if you don't have steals, then you're probably going to struggle because it's a really, really hotly um, competitive category. So the first name I've got here is Facundo Campazzo. So, Facundo, he obviously plays for Denver. He's taken over the starting role for Jamal Murray being out injured. He's owned in 34.6% of leagues over the last week or so. He's gone up in 50, by 15% in ownership, and the reason being is his ridiculous steal numbers. So, that grand final that I spoke about, the guy that I'm playing who I've been, um, I've been in the league for a decade, he's beaten me three times in the grand final. He picked up Comparso just before the grand final, and he's gone five steals, five steals, one steal, three steals. And that is in his four most recent games. Before that, zero, one. I can live with a couple of twos, but five, five. So he had 14 in three games. Now, is he going to consistently do that moving forward? I really hope not because I don't have him anywhere. But if you can get him, and if I could get him anywhere Comparto would be the number one player I'd pick up whenever it comes to steals because over the last two weeks, he's averaging 2.4 steals per game. Over the last seven, he's averaging 3.5. Over the last 30, he's averaging 1.8. So the numbers are absolutely there. He's gotten plenty of workload with Jamal Murray and with Monte Morris down. So Facundo Comparto, he's the number one player on my list whenever it comes to steals. The second player on my list is somebody who I haven't had in a fantasy side for about five years maybe, Um, and that's Kent Basemore. Kent Basemore used to be an absolute stalwart whenever it came to steals, somebody that you could pick up later-ish in your draft, someone who, you know, Roko-type numbers whenever it comes to steals and blocks, get your 1.7, 1.8 with a block, couple of threes, bad shooting percentages, some nice rebounds, that's it. Bazemore has found a new role at Golden State since Kelly Oubre has gone down. They haven't really been affected too badly by that because Baysmore has fit in that structure really, really well. He's there for defense. He's there to knock down some open threes, and he's doing it. Over the last 30 days, he's going at 1.5 steals per game. Over the last 15, he's trended down a little bit, down to 1.3, but it's Kent baseball He's a defensive specialist. He is going to get the job done in those categories. The other great thing is that to start the grand final week, they play a doubleheader. So if you can get him and he gets you, say he's getting you the 1.5, 1.5, you start your week with three extra steals from the two games from Kent Baysmore. Maybe he gets you a couple more and gets you off to a flying start. I really like Kent Baysmore for the grand final week. As I said, Golden State, they play four games. And Kent Bazemore only owned in 10.4% of leagues. The assist category, that's another one that's hotly competitive. Like there is with the steals. There's a couple in there who I haven't... Also, oh, There's a couple of statistics that I haven't focused on. And that's free throw. That's field goal because those are such high-volume categories. And you don't really find that on the waivers as much. Um, and the other one is rebounds because rebounds is pretty self-explanatory. Um, you don't... I mean, everybody gets a rebound. It's probably the easiest one to get off the waivers, if I'm being perfectly honest. The the other one that I haven't really concentrated too much on is the, the turnovers because um, not everybody's in a nine category or nine category plus league. So um, turnovers is another one that I haven't really concentrated on. But whenever it comes to the assists... Again, Facundo Campazzo, over the last 30 days, averaging 5.5 assists per game. Over the last 15 days, he's popped himself up to 6.3. And over the last week, I think he's up again. I think he's up to 7. So, 6.5. So, he is somebody that should be rosted in a lot more leagues than he actually is. And... He's putting on some really good numbers at the moment. So, I really like Fakundo comparto for the assist category this week. If you are chasing that, then I would put him in and probably leave him in. The next player I got is Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, over the last seven days, averaging seven assists per game. Over the last 15, it is 7.1. So, he's consistently doing it over the last couple of weeks. He is going to take you hard in field goal. He's not going to do much in the blocks. He is getting you one and a half steals per game and just under ten points per game. That's not his that's not his remit. That's not what he's brought into the team for. He is a playmaker. He's aggressive with his playmaking as well, which I really like. It does sometimes result in some turnovers. But I do really like Killian Hayes as a, a nice playmaker for this week. The only issue is is that Detroit play three games. They're one of I think Two or three teams that play three games this week. So do keep that in mind. But I really, really like Killian Hayes this week if you need to bolster your assists. The other player I like is T.O. Maladin. So T.O. Maladin, he is pretty hit and miss whenever it comes to his assists, but he gets the lion's share of the work. He is the point guard there in OKC. He's going to get you four or five assists per game. He, probably more than anybody else on this list, is going to turn the ball over a ton. So as much as I said, I'm not focusing on it, do keep that in mind whenever you're getting TM Maladon. He is going to shoot some pretty bad percentages. He's going to turn the ball over, but he's going to get you some nice assist numbers. So um, if you do need assist and you're in an eight-category league and you can deal with a bad field goal, TM Maladon is definitely somebody you should look at as well. He's only owned in 9% of leagues, which is great. Points. Um actually no, we'll go to blocks first and we'll finish on points. So blocks, there is a couple of players here who I really like. There is a couple here that are a bit more of a risk. So the first one that I'm gonna go with is Dwight Powell for for my home team. I shouldn't say home team, never been to Dallas before. My favorite team in Dallas, Dwight Powell over the last seven days, averaging two blocks per game. Over the last 15, he's only down to 1.3. So you're right in the hot hand. With Dwight Powell, but he's getting it done and he is doing it while getting a, a steal per game as well. So I really like him. He is not someone who's going to put up massive numbers elsewhere. He's going to get you some efficient points because all he does is dunk the ball, but he is also only owned in 7.7% of, of leagues. So have a look at him. The next player I've got is one of my favorites, somebody who I'm going to overdraft everywhere next year if you're in any of my leagues good luck getting him it's Isaiah Stewart Isaiah Stewart as I said Detroit only play three games so do keep that in mind but Isaiah Stewart is a blocking machine as of recent so over the last seven days he's at 2.2 blocks per game over the last 15 he's at 2.6 blocks per game crazy numbers this is fantastic over the last 30 He's at two blocks per game, going at just under 12 points, going at just under 10 rebounds. And he's shooting threes. Like today, he had a couple of threes, 50-odd percent from the field. I absolutely love Isaiah Stewart. I think he's going to be a great player for Detroit next year as well. He is owned in 38.3% of leagues. As I said, Detroit play three games this week. So if you're going to get him, be mindful that you're probably going to need to drop him whenever they've got two days off because you can't afford to waste your waivers and waste your days in a grand final. And the final one, on the flip side of that, they play five days and he is a blocking specialist coming off the bench. He's hopefully going to get a few more minutes, but we're looking at Goga Batadzi. So, I've probably pronounced that wrong. He's only owned in 0.8% of leagues, and that is dropping. He does absolutely nothing except for blocking. And over the last seven days, he's at two blocks per game. Uh, Over the last 15 days, he is pretty much on the exact same numbers. So, I really like Goga as a blocking specialist, He is going to, as I said, get you absolutely nothing anywhere else except for blocks, but if you need blocks and that's going to be a really competitive category for you for the grand final, Goga is the man that you want to be grabbing. Next player on my list is, well, we're done with blocks now. So now we're into the final category that I'm going to run through and that's points. Points coincide a little bit here with um, with threes. But over the last 30 days, we're going to start with, and we're going to start with somebody who doesn't shoot too many triples, but RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton, he's trending up in a big, big way. So 11 points for his last 30, 13 points for his last 15, and 17 points for his last seven days. He is a man on a mission. from the field, only one triple, but he's getting seven rebounds. He's getting five assists. He's getting the job done. They were talking about, in Orlando, they were talking about him being a pure two guard, but I think he's just got so much more to offer than that. And I know they've got Cole Anthony. I'm personally not a Cole Anthony guy. I mean, I love the energy that he comes to the games with and I love his post-match interviews, but in terms of... Being a creator, being a franchise guard, I just don't see it. So, I think that there is going to be some opportunities for RJ Hampton down the stretch to continue this run over the last week. So, absolutely have a look at RJ Hampton as somebody to pick up and run with if you need points. The second one I've got is Doug McBucket mcdermott So, again, he has got a, a really nice roster this week, or a really nice schedule this week. He is playing five days, so they've got the double header to start with. Um, then they've got day off, day on, day off, and then finishing with a double header. So, Doug McDermott is definitely somebody to look at. Um, and then finally, two players who I absolutely love if you're chasing threes and if you're chasing points, and I mean, I don't know which one I want to start with because I'm excited for both. Um, let's start with uh let's start with Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, let's start Gary Trent Jr. So Gary Trent Jr, over the last seven days, 21.5 points, 3.5 triples per game, shooting at 36% from the field, which is atrocious, 18 shots per game. So he's going to absolutely tank you there, but if you can afford to tank that category... 21 and a half points off the waivers is pretty damn special. So, have a look at Gary Trent Jr. And then the final one, and I'm glad that I left him to last over the last week. He's gone up 28.6% in ownership, up to 32.1%. This is Kenyon Martin Jr., KJM. He is looking so good. He is. I mean, Houston have been depleted, which helps. But I do think that they're going to stay as a really thin side running into the end of the year because they're in full tank mode. He's getting 40 minutes over the last seven days, 40.7 minutes per game, 19 shots, making him at 54%. Four triples, nine rebounds, five assists, and 0.7 steals, 0.7 blocks, 25 points per game. Now, Houston, they are alternating days, so starting with the first day, off, on, off, on, off, on. So that's good, but it's not great if you're streaming the position because you need to pick him up, drop him, pick him up, drop him. If you've got a couple of positions, pick him up and hold him and then stream your other one. But Kenya Martin looks incredible to end the year. I'm actually going to have a quick look to see if he's available in any of the leagues that I am in. What is he? Owned in 32.1%. I said from the start, check this player's availability. And I've got him in one league and don't have him. He's not available in any of the other ones. So kudos to everybody else for being switched on. Um, yeah. Kenya Martin Jr., he is somebody that I absolutely love and I think that you guys should pick up. If you're chasing anything, he's getting it done across the board. So he's probably my pickup of the week. But otherwise, that is it for the podcast. I'll be back at the end of the week um, to hopefully recap a couple of wins and then we'll have a look at what the offseason looks like for the podcast. Until next time, good luck with your grand finals. If you do have any questions, hit me up on the socials. At Mark Fantasyland on Twitter, on Instagram. Don't forget to rate and subscribe.